0: Alright, this is Raul Reynolds from Enter Shikari, and you're listening to Sound Session. I wanna live outside, live outside of all of this. I wanna live outside, live outside of all
1: of this. Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is Michael from WGN Radio here in Chicago. I'm so excited right now. This is such a great moment. I saw this amazing band out when i was in amsterdam and lo and behold i became a new fan of this group i really didn't know what to expect from their live show i heard their cds i heard their music but after seeing them live was just it was just phenomenal and on the phone we have the front man for enter shikari the man himself rao reynolds what's going on rao Hello, mate. Yeah, how you doing? <laughs> I'm doing really well. I'm doing really, really well. Um, so, like yeah, I, s- I know you first saw us
0: in Amsterdam. That's amazing.
1: Yeah, a long, long way from home. <laughs> it was a little bit. It was a little bit of a travel, and that's what was the craziest yeah. thing because one, your your PR team is amazing, and I said uh, I wanted to check out a band while I was out there. I, I do a music show here in Chicago. Hi. And we got the chance to see Enter Shikari, lined up exactly with my my travel schedule out in the uh, Paradiso, out in Amsterdam. Yeah, yeah. How awesome is it amazing playing venue. there? Yeah, amazing. It, it, an abandoned church, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. It's this very uh, old, grand building. Um, yeah, and they they pack so many people inside it. Like it was. I mean, it was a sold out show, but I, was it two? 2002 and a half, I think. Yeah. Um, And it was absolutely rammed. It was an amazing vibe.
1: (laughs) Well, that's what I wanted to get into. The fact that when I went there, I really didn't know what to expect. Like I said, I listened to your albums before, but seeing your live show was something totally new. The fact that you have this Great, great group of fans, all in synchronicity with each other, all singing every word. I mean, how does that feel to be playing all over the world and having that kind of connection with the people who are listening to your music?
0: Oh, it's incredible. I mean, there's, there's no feeling like it. It's like such a, a, raw, tangible connection with like so many people. Um, yeah, it's quite, it's quite surreal, and we're we're really lucky to be able to have a, a pretty dedicated fan base. Like, and all, you know, almost well yeah every continent i think mm-hmm. um yeah perhaps not is antarctic that's a continent isn't it now we've never been there <laughs> but yeah every, everywhere else
1: yeah <laughs>
0: people well, are loving it so it's amazing
1: not yet at least not yet um the, no. the one thing that i noticed well first uh first of all i gotta say happy early birthday my friend Oh, thank you very much, Yes. Yeah, a few days, yeah. Coming up on the 16th of January. Oh, no, not at all, not yeah. at all. I'm actually, um, I'm right there behind you. That's the thing I wanted to bring up. You know, you just celebrated Take to the Sky, celebrated its 10-year anniversary. It's going on 11 years now. What are the main differences... Or I guess, what would you tell a young Rao when you were first getting started in the music industry uh, that you have brought to light today? Like, what have you what have you seen changes
0: in yourself over the last few years? Oh man, that's a tough one. Um, I mean, I'm always sort of reluctant to answer that question because I think you know all the all the various like mistakes I've made and the things that I would have found out you know as I went along. I think were a good sort of learning process and sort of so I wouldn't want to tell myself too much. I think. One thing would just be to relax more stop being so stressed about everything and caring what everyone thinks i think that that would be one of the the main things but i think like in terms of our mindset with the music and stuff not much has changed We're, we're still just trying to make you know interesting eclectic music um and not be sort of bothered about fitting in anywhere and just keep keep trying to push things
1: forward really Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I like that, and that's a kind of a, a common thread through your music—is pushing things forward and progressing in life. I mean, now that you're now that you're getting older and everything, and, and going on this massive tour, what kind of things can you? What things are you looking forward to? What haven't you conquered yet that you're really striving for in your life?
0: Um, I don't know. I'm, try- I'm trying to work on a few things. This year, just uh, I, I want to do sort of music outside of Shikari as well. Like I, I mean, I love writing music; is is my first love. So I'm, I've started writing for some other people and stuff. So I think I'm going to try and really push that this year. Um, in terms of Shikari, it's just to I think we, we feel lucky to still be able to be doing this. You know, like so many bands have sort of come and gone throughout our, our career, and we're somehow not just still going, but you know, still growing. And it's we, we feel like really honored to be able to to still use music really um and because uh, it's it's one of the last kind of bastions of unity out there it's one of the last things that sort of bring people together indiscriminately mm-hmm. um so to be able to to play live music it's is a, is a privilege we love it mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and
1: and it's it's a really awesome thing uh hey where are you right now by the way
0: yeah sorry <laughs> I'm in I'm in London so you know there's just stuff going down all the time <laughs> Yeah I, mate, apologies I- I'm trying to find a quieter uh,
1: life. <laughs> oh, no, I think it does well with the soundscape. I mean, it's totally rock and roll right. to have an ambulance driving by. You. <laughs> um, so yeah. so how about that? You have a pretty interesting life. I I mean, if you haven't followed Enter Shikari on their Instagram and on their Facebook, you got to check out some of these amazing videos you guys are putting out of your daily journeys. Uh, but I wanted to know, as a fan... What is what is the day in the life of Row Reynolds like? How do you get your day started, and what do you do like before you go to bed?
0: Oh wow! Um, Well, I guess first of all, there just isn't really like a there's no routine in my life, so there isn't really a sort of an average day. Everything's you know, I could be waking up on tour in a a new place every day. If I'm on tour, then it's it's fun possibly in a tour bus, so I'm I'm probably waking up after a, a very bad night's sleep <laughs> uh, already sleep deprived and maybe a bit cranky um i don't know it's uh, like I, s- I mean there'll be some form of music <laughs> whether it's playing live whether it's creating something or whether it's just you know indulging in, in listening to music um before bed uh i like to do a bit of meditation i, I try and do as many things as i can to sort of I don't know. Balance out things, you know, from the sort of tumultuous, crazy, you know, life of someone being in a touring band. It's nice to have those those moments of calm. So that that's quite important to me. And uh, maybe read a book. You know, have mm-hmm. a hot cup of cocoa before bed. <laughs> Something like that. I I hear you,
1: I hear you. That's actually kind of what I wanted to get into actually was the fact that you kind of indulge in, in meditation. I've actually been trying myself to learn more about it, to get more in tune with that kind of stuff. Uh what made oh, cool. you what made you dive into to meditation?
0: Um just, I think I was drawn in by the just the vast array of benefits that there are. Um I think it's only in the last kind of few decades that you know, I in the West have really become privy to like the the yeah, the, the amazing benefits from whether it's just small things like helping you focus in, in every day life, to so like helping you deal with different emotions and different events in your life or, or just literally taking some, some time out and you know, learning to be um, to sort of exist with just you and your mind—it it, it doesn't really happen, it, you know. In the modern world, we're, we're constantly uh, just inundated with advertising or just noises, like you can hear here. There's <laughs> <laughs> just always stuff going on. So, to, yeah, it's funny enough. The other the other day, I sort of I was commuting and I um, forgot my headphones, and it was almost like a scary thing. I was like, "Oh my god, I'm just gonna have to sit and." What, what am I going to do? I can't listen to music. I didn't have a book. <laughs> and I was like, I was going to have to be with my own mind for half an hour on this commute. Um, so, yeah, I think it's just it's about kind of learning to, to the, the well-being of your mind, making that as important as, as the well-being of, of your body as you know, as, as fitness. Um, yeah.
1: Yeah. Healthy mind, healthy body kind of thing. Do you do, you do self-guided yeah. or do you do you have an app that you listen to?
0: Uh, yeah there's a, there's a few uh, bits and pieces I, I've been to a few classes here in in London um, I mean app wise I think headspace is, is my personal favorite I, mm-hmm. I love that it's very um, it's very science-based that there's none of the, the the worst thing I think about meditation is all the the kind of the things that people perceive about it that are completely wrong so some of the the more sort of spiritual side of it you'll get you know, you put on a, a guided meditation and the first thing they'll say is, now clear your mind, <laughs> and as if that's like something that we can do as humans. Like, <laughs> yeah. it's, 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 a, it's a meaningless sentence and it's silly. So the thing I love about Headspace is it really explains it and it gives you sort of very uh, distinct, like proper instructions um, instead of just sort of wishy-washy bollocks, as we would say over here. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I, I feel the same way. It's it's important to kind of reflect on what you have going on in your life too, uh, and it kind of pushes you pushes you forward, and that's kind of the the thread yeah. we can kind of tie back to, I suppose. Yeah, man, absolutely. So you also mentioned that you're reading a few books every year, and now, um, what kind of books are you into these days?
0: Uh, well, wow. Uh, yeah, all, all sorts. Um, I got a load for Christmas. I got a good haul uh, this year. <laughs> um, I'm I'm kind of obsessed with uh, Kafka at the moment. So I've uh, the, which one am I? I'm reading America actually. Ooh, um, rather apt. Yeah, <laughs> I'm about halfway through that. So, uh, what is that book about? It's kind of, just America. Uh, yeah, well, it's about. Uh, I mean, Kafka's like. He, he, so his fiction is, is very. He has a very strange style. Um, that there's kind of no one really exactly like him. It's, 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 it's brilliant, and there's only a few books that that he did. Um, I guess his most famous is Metamorphosis, which is all about a guy who wakes up and he's turned into an insect. <laughs> <laughs> so it's cool. very sort of dark, kind of strange, but it really, there's lots of points where it really is quite profound and it makes you really think about things. Um, but yeah, America's just uh, all about this young kid uh, from Germany that gets sent off to America uh, in, oh, where is it set? Um, oh, oh, good, a good while ago now, I guess. yeah. I think yeah. start of the the 20th century, perhaps. Um, yeah, so it's just, you know, all, all, all about sort of self-discovery and, and things like that. So yeah, it's a good book. That's
1: that's wonderful. So let's get started back in the beginning uh, of what you had going on with your music career. You were in the band Hybrid, which was a hugely, hugely popular band. Um, and you kind of moved, transitioned into uh, Enter Shikari, and, but what I wanted to know... <laughs> what was what was your first uh, happenings with music? What was that first album that your mom or dad put on, or you went to you went to church or something and heard the band play, or what was that first
0: moment? Oh uh, wow! Well, um, if we're talking very very first, it was probably um, we we used to have like quite a big sort of family house. So my, my nan uh, lived with us and mm-hmm. she used to love big band stuff. And I remember her constantly playing Glenn Miller. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So that would have probably been my first love. It's basically what made me uh, learn the trumpet. That that was the first instrument I learned. And it was all down to her influence of big band and jazz. Um, and then at the same time, uh, my dad is or, or was a DJ and he, he used to play... Uh, Motown and soul and stuff like that, and so that was probably the other, the other big influence, which is kind of, is kind of embedded a, a real love of melody. I think so. Even though we, we're a predominantly, I think a punk band, or at least we have a punk mindset. I think melody, melody is just so important because it's just it's, it's what I was brought up on. Yeah, I
1: I feel. I can totally, totally see that through your music too because when I first listened to you guys, I, I grabbed a CD from my friend and I said, great, so what do what do these guys sound like? And he goes, I can't even describe it. It's a little bit of everything. And that's what I think people <laughs> really are drawn to your music about because it is a little bit of everything.
0: Yeah, that's. I mean, I was very lucky really to have been brought up with, with so many different influences and you know, li- living in London, it's just it's such... So many different thriving music scenes, and I think I kind of just absorbed all of that, um, especially as a teenager. Getting, you know, different friendship groups or into different styles of music, and I always just had a quite an eclectic taste anyway. I think and just embraced all that diversity. So then, when I came to start writing music, it just it was an amalgamation of everything that I'd, I'd heard.
1: Yeah. I, I, that's very cool, and the fact that you live in London, such a great music city, I mean, living in Chicago is, is very, I'm very welcomed and, and blessed to be living in a music city as well, uh, do you remember those, yeah. do you remember those first concerts you went to in London, who, who was the first person you saw?
0: Ooh, cool. memory, don't fail me now, um, <laughs> God, I don't know, I've, I've, I have I've. mean, I, I guess when I started going to gigs at sort of... 14, 15 years old, it was to see, it was It was to the, the your, your classic sort of dirty, you know, grimy sort of underground venues where to see hardcore bands and punk bands, um, ska punk and stuff like that was, was very big yeah. back then. Um, I, I suppose the first, like, big actual, you know, proper event that I saw would have been Oasis. Um, they were one of my favourite bands growing up and amongst all the sort of Brit pop scenes. So...
1: Yeah. Oh my gosh, you got to see Oasis in London back when you were young. When they were at their heyday, I'm sure. When they what, sorry? When they were at their
0: heyday, when they were at their biggest. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, I was really lucky. So, what was that um it was at um Brinsbury Park. Yeah, so it was a huge outdoor outdoor show and you know, I was I was obsessed with them as a as a sort of teenager. So, yeah, it was it was incredible.
1: Yeah, that's so cool. And 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 now you're, you know, you are you're a writer. You, uh, I think you had a podcast for a little bit of time, you're a DJ and and it's just, it's so awesome to see your progression and what you've been going through uh, I did want to talk a little bit about because um, I, I don't want to keep you too long but I did want to talk about your live show and the fact that it's just so multifaceted uh, when you're putting up these this artwork on, on the screen and you have your, your amazing keyboard on stage that's just spinning around in a circle and yeah. everyone's going nuts, what was the inspiration for this artwork that you have uh and these visuals that you have at your show where did those come from
0: um well yeah basically the, the whole um creating a, a sort of a live experience that isn't just going to listen to music is, is something that's quite Im- important to us So i think even though we as I've, I've been talking about we grew up in a sort of hardcore punk scene so we love just the simple pure raw emotion of, of Gigs and events like that, but mm-hmm. I think something that we really embrace is the more sort of theatrical thing as well. So um, ha- having a, a heavily synchronized uh, lighting production um, uh, with with the music is like, it, I guess it just enables you to be creative in just a, a whole new way. You can really um, create a, an atmosphere in, in in a room that you know. A lot of the time, you're playing venues and then they're just these dark, dingy kind of fairly almost soulless places you know, there's, no, there's not uh, there's amazing venues out there as well but often when you're on tour you're, it's nice to be able to bring in your own environment almost your own atmosphere and and your own vibe. so it's that's something that we, that we really try and do the best i love it i love it so you
1: mentioned venues um as a guy from chicago just a guy i, I grew up on punk music as well whether it be you know uh, refused or or i mean it could be even blink 182 and and weezer and stuff uh yeah well, yeah what were some of what were some of the kick-ass venues in london so if i were to travel to london right now where should i go see like the classic punk rock show
0: oh well i mean unfortunately as with I think it's happening in a lot of places in the world. We're, we're losing venues, yeah. you know, almost a few every year. So it's quite a quite sort of sad state of stairs at the moment. Mm. Um, I think the one that seems to be having a real resurgence at the moment in London, uh, the, our last two headline shows have been at the Alexandra Palace, mm. which is, I mean, it's my favourite venue in London. It's, it's this absolutely beautiful, very old, um, well, yeah, palace basically. this huge building. It has, like, separate wings to it. It's got a huge indoor ice uh, ice rink in one wing and then the other wing there's this yeah um, incredible venue um i think it's like yeah it's 10,000 capacity uh and it's it's right in the middle of this this hill uh, surrounded by woodlands but in the middle of london mm. so it's, it's it's just this very picturesque um and uh, yeah i've had some some, some great times there that's that's wonderful uh, so let's
1: talk a little bit about your the energy of the group and, and I'll throw you a softball here uh, your energy that you put on stage is it's it's amazing it's it's it makes me feel so good and everyone can feel it and I gotta know do you drink coffee or tea
0: oh well I, I, I don't actually drink either oh so <laughs> which is very strange yeah <laughs> So yeah.
1: is it an all natural kind of energy that you that you put up on stage?
0: Yeah, I mean, I guess for me when when you're kind of sort of cooped up in uh, buses and planes and small hotel rooms all the time, when you're let out on a big stage, mm-hmm. uh, you just, you want to make the most of it, I think. I mean, the music <laughs> sort of takes you and I think energy is just something that is such a cyclical thing as well. So we, we feed off the audience, the audience feeds off of us and there's that sort of, that connection that's coming uh, both to both ways. So it's, it's something that's, that's important for our shows. I think. Mm. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. So we'll just keep you a few more minutes
1: here. Again, we're talking to Raul Reynolds, the great frontman of Enter Shikari. They're playing here in Chicago on February 9th at the Metro here in the city. Uh, do you have any memories, or do you have a, any connection to Chicago?
0: Oh, I'm just, I've got a lot, a lot of memories. I mean, we, we've had the the, the pleasure of, of playing Chicago. A few times now. Um, mm-hmm. Must be almost into the double figures, I would have thought. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, we, we've played so many venues there um, and had some really good nights. It's, it's always a night on the tour that we always try and go out after the show as well because it's, it's always such a, it's such a vibrant city. There's always something going on. And as, as you mentioned earlier, it's like such a musical city as well, such an incredible heritage. So, yeah, it's always one of the ones we sort of look forward to on, on the tour, definitely.
1: I, I love it I love it and, and we're so excited to to have you here uh, it's it's great and the thing is enter Shikari I feel like they are bringing you guys are bringing like rock and roll music back and that's kind of a a, a debate that's been going on in the music industry for a while is rock and roll is slowly dying you see all these EDM mm-hmm. artists and it's not bad to to push that away because you should embrace all these differences but where does Rao Reynolds see the state of rock and roll right now what can what can we do.
0: It's, it's. I guess it's, it's. It's. How do you define it? <laughs> rock yeah. and roll nowadays. Like, I mean, I think. I don't know. For, for me, it's. It's all about the punk mindset. Like, I, I, but is that the? Is that a synonym for rock and roll? I don't know. I think there's, there's, they're definitely linked. But it's all about um, the progression, and it's all about the, the the power of music and the passion behind it. So I think. For me, I don't really mind what instruments you're using, whether they're electronic, whether they're acoustic, whatever. Um, but as long as it's honest, as long as it's passionate, as long as it's inclusive, like I mean, that's I think that's the the, the best the best thing there about about music.
1: Mm hmm.
0: hmm. I well, I cannot wait for
1: you guys to come back to Chicago. Uh, you've been here, like you said, a few times, and we always welcome you back. Uh, before I let you go, I asked this to a lot of artists. And, um, you know, you have such an influence on your band, on your uh, bandmates and on other bands that are coming up on your fans. What kind of advice can you give maybe a young Rao Reynolds sitting in his garage or his parents' basement and who wants to pick up a guitar and play music? What what kind of advice can you give that person?
0: Um, I mean, just do it. Like, uh, for, for me, it, it was just a hobby. And mm-hmm. I think if if you're making music because you have to, do you know what I mean? Like, It's not like you want to. It's just like it's something inside you that you need to get out. Then I think that's all that matters. Like. Uh, I, I'm still often at my happiest when I'm just at home making music in the studio either by myself or with a few people. Um, so I think it's just such a, a healthy thing to do, to make to make art in, you know, whatever realm. So I would just just encourage it. Um, if, if if they want to try and make a, a career out of it, then fucking hell, good luck. <laughs> it's a lot of work and you need, it's, I think people often play down the amount of luck you need as well. Like, yeah, you've got to you've got to burn the candle at all ends and you've got to give it your absolute all and and put every ounce of energy into it but even I've seen so many bands that do exactly that and they've been incredibly talented and it just hasn't happened for them. So like yeah, um, just just give it your best shot but at the end of the day the the process of making music for yourself has got to be the thing that drives you that then you can deal with all the disappointment or the success. <laughs>
1: Man, Rao Reynolds, you are a music machine. I have had a blast talking to you. Uh, We're looking forward to seeing you February 9th here at the Metro here in Chicago. Hey, man, have a great rest of your day and and happy, again, happy early birthday. Keep
0: crushing it. Oh, thank you so much. Well, yeah, happy early birthday to you too. (laughs) And cheers for having me. Thank you.
1: can't get enough of Sound Sessions, like our Facebook page, follow us on Twitter at SoundSeshPod, and check us out on Instagram at SoundSessionsWGN.